0: Hi everyone, it's Bella. I make podcasts every week about random things I think about during my shower. Sorry guys, I skyped for another week again. Um, It's because I have to submit my three long freaking essays slash dissertations um, last week. And that's why I have to spend all my time and you know how things work usually even though you have spent like almost four and five weeks working on an essay when you submit it you still have to do those last minute things and it's always like this even though you have been worrying and working on that essay for like a long time in the very last minute you still have to just do some changes and things still keep coming up and you still have a lot that you want to edit but because of the deadline you you're so so worried and you have to do a lot of last minute changes and time is still running short and that's what I did with one of them at the very last minute like I was still working on the appendix I was still doing some bibliography stuff and so I submitted the last essay in like the last I don't know one minute and it shows that I have only 49 seconds left and so yeah never do that to your essay it's, it's freaking scary like I know I keep telling myself it's not worth it to just work on some very tiny stuff and risk losing five marks over late submission but anyway that's why this week's episode is on some thoughts of mine after I've completed my three freaking long essays and dissertations. Just to give you a context, my completion of words this week is twenty-three thousand five hundred words. Yep, that's a lot. But I mean, to be fair, I've got like the whole term to give this twenty-three thousand five hundred word um product, so um, it's actually not that bad and. At first, I was really, really haunted by this idea, like why the hell did I choose so much essay work? I should have just choose some exams and some essays to write, but at the same time, I'm the kind of person that don't really like stress. So if I have to do like a 24 hour exam or like a sit in exam, I would definitely say no. And I feel like I work better with longer deadlines. So like my thoughts can be developed bit more and I have a lot more time to just ease myself into the situation and yeah and I just feel like writing essays helps me get better grades so why not but yeah I I feel like this is a really really interesting experience it's definitely one of the highlights in terms of um, academic work in my uni journey but yeah, my uni journey is coming to an end very soon, so this is very interesting for me, and I I don't really regret choosing these courses and these coursework because um, I've learned a lot, and that's why I'm gonna share some observations and some of my thoughts that I have had um, when I try to work on these essays. The first thing that come into my mind now is about the word nuance. I'm sure everyone who wrote like do some humanity subjects or did essay homeworks, definitely have come across this word nuance. And actually, before I come to university, I have not heard about this word ever. Um, Yeah, it's a bit interesting. It's a bit funny, but it's because I don't studied IB or A levels in my high school or secondary school And so we don't really have this concept because what I've studied the DSE curriculum in Hong Kong Don't really emphasize on this nuanced thing like it's not really a criteria in terms of those written assessments and therefore it's I, I don't really know what that means and Therefore, I struggled a lot trying to meet this criteria. Um, I mean, I'm a third year now, and I have some idea about what it means, and I hope that it might be helpful to share a bit, but I'm not entirely sure how to deliver it because I'm not getting a first, first of all. But at the same time, I'm just trying to, to develop my observations from this and just to, you know, share some of my thoughts about this, but yeah, you know how nuance is about um, some subtle or complex qualities or aspects or distinctions that you want to convey in your essay. I think it's something that has to come with a lot of thinking, and more importantly, a lot of elaboration. And that's something that I feel like um, I don't really feel like good at because um, I'm not used to doing a lot of elaboration, and that's one of the reason why I started this channel. I'm a person that thinks a lot, but you know how thinking is so interesting. Like when you think about something, your head just, just help you process it really quickly. And sometimes you can't even catch that thought process. So um, sometimes our thoughts are not very well developed in terms of how A um, reaches B, but you just make assumption or connection between A and B. I feel like um, I need to work on that and at the same time, elaboration is also about thinking about different aspects and how one impacts the other and also to just trying to bring in new observations by thinking critically. But I mean, thinking critically, is also another whole issue, but being in uni or being in a subject that requires a lot of writing, I realized that this is one of my weaknesses I have to work on that. And so it's very difficult to deliver essays with nuance because I'm just not the kind of person that knows how to be more nuanced. And yeah, and that's why I feel like it's something that I've tried to achieve over this three year period. I'm a bit better at it now. I have some idea what it really meant. And that's why I'm just telling you all because some of you are still in uni and you definitely want to know what that really means, especially for those who didn't study IBRA levels. I feel like being nuanced is about having some sort of new perspective or just a very, very subtle point about something that some scholars haven't really mentioned before at first this very scary thing because we're just university students how are we supposed to contribute something new a lot of very profound academic work has been delivered and a lot of great scholars have talked about this how on earth can we contribute something new or say something that someone has not said before but it's actually easier than what we thought about because definitely like between a time period of the academic work and when you read it there, there's some time between it and of course a lot of things have come up and you definitely have some things to contribute and there are some things that piece of work have not covered and you can make use of that and so it's not extremely hard and it's, it's doable how can you do that is through elaboration it's through a lot of thinking at first is to understand about the whole subject and to be really be really clear about what the topic is about or in what the debate is about and then to elaborate through a lot of elaboration you can get some nuanced out of your thinking and your thoughts and you can work from there and develop your new perspective the elaborate part is the part that really struggles because I try to do a lot of thinking and try to read a lot but I feel like doing a lot of thinking and reading a lot of academic work is just only the basics like you can't really get a really good mark after reading a lot but you definitely would get a decent mark with your own views or some new perspective so-called new perspectives yeah and it's actually very interesting how i come to realize that is that um you know my favorite podcast not overthinking by ali and Tamor. their podcast actually inspired me to think about this whole nuanced thing what they do is really a nuanced work like if they're in university they're definitely getting a first I mean they're they're actually getting a first in their their own um subject and their own studies but yeah that's what i mean like if you're approaching a topic and you're going to talk about it like them and their podcast you have to have a lot of elaboration a lot of thinking and to have some new perspectives to bring into the discussion and to really talk a lot about it and so their their podcast is an hour long and i mean some of their their knowledge or some of their topics are really common like everyone talks about them but i still enjoy their podcast because they're very nuanced they bring uh, things that never have been talked about by anyone else and even though they talk about stuff that has been mentioned before they add on a lot to it and so it makes it more interesting and makes it more innovative and more creative and that's what makes me enjoy their podcast that's what i need in my essays and therefore it's just like a wake-up call and i feel like that's what i need i need a lot of elaboration i need a lot of subtle complex distinctions and some interesting points about my arguments and And yeah, and so it's not that difficult to achieve and it's doable. It just takes a moment of realization, which for different people comes at different times. And unfortunately for me, I just realized it in my third year. So if you're listening in your first year, you definitely have to do that and definitely know how to approach it, I guess. Having understood what new ones really entails, it brings us to a whole new discussion on how can we achieve it and who achieves it there are also some controversial issues or observations about that because i feel like it reminds me of the kind of debate about how american and european students are better at it are better at elaborating are better at having nuance than asian students i guess or In particular, I remembered how because I'm from Hong Kong and um, I'm studying a lot and so the example I'm giving is in this context. Usually people say that they prefer UK graduates over Hong Kong graduates. It's because UK graduates are just better at elaborating stuff. I mean, law is a subject or it's a profession that really requires a lot of explanation and elaboration and language skills and therefore we can't really blame the industry for picking people who are more capable of elaborating using their language. But the more I think about it, I feel like there's something wrong with this whole English as the language of professional communication. Um, taking Hong Kong as an example because Hong Kong has English and Chinese as the official languages and people are just more comfortable using English or they just pick English as the professional language in professional um, settings if you look at Hong Kong people are learning Chinese and English at the same time and it's really difficult for children for people to pick up two languages because you can't be professional in both languages and even you, even if you are sometimes when you borrow terms from each language it makes you unprofessional and so people never do that and it makes it extra difficult to convey your message in just one language because you have to force yourself to only use one language to think about stuff and yeah and therefore I feel like there's something wrong like people should just be communicating in professional settings and just their mother tongue and if your mother tongue is English then you should polish your English and see Chinese as like a second language and work on English more so you can be extremely native in English and vice versa if you're if you're good at Chinese or if your mother tongue is Chinese. But there's something wrong with having to use a language that you're not most capable of in settings that requires extremely high proficiency and that's what making people less competitive. And yeah, and therefore I feel like it's just a sad observation because if you're not extremely native in English but you're forced to study things that requires high level of language skills in English then it's really unfair because then you cannot communicate yourself you cannot express yourself in in the best way that you could have and it's just it's just unfair and so I feel like I know there's like no way to fix it to some extent because everyone has to communicate in one language and English is just happened to be that language but yeah, it's just some really sad realization. I kind of realized that in my first year, but I feel like it's even stronger in my third year because it's just sometimes you want to express something and you know how to express it in your mother tongue, but but you know, some part of your idea is just lost in translation and it makes me feel really sad. That's really a problem that couldn't be solved overnight because we still have English as the world language and people requires communication across borders and across culture and we still rely on English. It's just something that I feel like has to bear in mind and we have to acknowledge that. Because, you know, as we still use language as a kind of medium for translating our ideas into words, it's just difficult because as we are in humanity subjects, in essay writing tasks, we still need perfect grammar. We still need a proficient language ability to translate our ideas into beautiful words. And if we have better language skills, we will be more persuasive, we will be more clear about our ideas. But all these are definitely hampered by the language barrier, and it's still a problem if you're not native. Like even if you're very good at English, but it's because you have different um, references you have different way of expressing it. It sounds different for those who are native, and because most of your professors in I don't know UK or US, they're native. It will feel a bit weird for them to see these expressions, these references, and this will affect the impression mark, and that's a bit frustrating. But Yeah, again, I feel like it's not a problem that can be solved overnight, but people just have to recognize that. I guess a final note or just something to take away is that just don't be too harsh at yourself if your language ability is not that good because most people understand it. I feel like I used to be really harsh about myself on that because I feel like it's really embarrassing. Or it's really frustrating but just come to realize that people have different language ability at first and perhaps you have your bilingual and others aren't just you know they don't really know English and yeah so there's nothing to be ashamed of and people definitely admire you for being bilingual trilingual or whatever and on the other hand you people just have to be more compassionate and empathetic about those who are not really good at English and try to don't worry so much about grandma like that person has spent their whole life learning your language because you can't learn their language and so just have some more compassion and have some more empathy. Anyway, I feel like I still have a lot to say about this topic and At the same time, I just want to keep my episodes shorter, around 15 to 20 minutes-ish, so that it's more um, manageable and no, I don't know, it's just I want to develop my ideas better and if I convey less issues, less points in each episode, perhaps I can also be more nuanced in my observations and my opinions as well. And so yeah, that's the end of this episode, and I'm not sure what next episode would be about. Perhaps it will pick up on this, perhaps it will be other things, but yeah, thanks for listening, see you next time, bye!